Making my way through the hood, sipping this yak. Niggas about to get blown with the Mac. Black it, 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 it. Oh, black it, 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 it. Riding around the block with the Glock. Yo ass finna get shot. That's the silence. That's the grenade line. Ding Dong a podcast. Episode 48. And now you're listening. If I could not listen to these guys, I'd probably waste so much less time. Yeah, yeah. You know we are back again. And why are you listening? Hi, everyone. We're back. Yo! Episode 38. 38. Guys, I bet you didn't see that song coming. Bet you didn't. We did, because we put it in here, but <laughs> bet you guys didn't. You know what I've always wondered? What? Uh, when are we going to get screwed for copyright? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I've actually thought that, too. I'm like, be sitting in trademark and IP class, and I'm just like, um, yeah, no, most of this should have been tagged already, but if we haven't, we haven't. Right. And we, you, Lord knows we make no money off of this. Right. <laughs> God knows we're broke as shit. <laughs> That's right. The Lord has access to my bank accounts, and he is not pleased. This episode sponsored by praying for my bank account. This episode sponsored by the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> I wish. Can you imagine? Like, we couldn't lock down an actual, like, <laughs> earthly... Uh, sponsor, but the Lord is like, I got you. <laughs> uh, this episode, uh, unlike last week's episode uh, that was sponsored by Cthulhu, is uh, sponsored by the Lord. Uh, so thank you for redeeming us. Big ups to the big man upstairs. <laughs> big tunes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Ding Dong episode 48. This is a podcast. I don't this know is a podcast where we come back to stuff. I was Wait, listening. That. I've been really getting into our own episodes. Yeah. I've been, what is that in the drug world where it's like you don't use your own supply? I've been doing that. <laughs> So. I think that's just what it is. Okay. Well, then I'm glad I got the term right. You don't shit where you eat, Tyler. Well, so drug dealers <laughs> are shitting where they eat, you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, I've been listening to it a lot, and I realized we, before we were doing this, I just made a, a long, prolonged sound mm-hmm. for a very long time, what I would consider about a minute. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I, I don't know how long a minute is, but we can, we can go with it's, that. Well, it's 60 seconds. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Would you agree that it's somewhere in the cumulative nature of around 60 seconds? Probably. Sure. For the sake of the joke, it was around 60 seconds. Yeah. But when I listened <laughs> back to it, I remember there being like really uncomfortably long pauses that we put in because we think they're funny, even though you guys might not. Um, and then I was listening to them, and the reason that you guys probably don't think that they're that funny is because they're really like four seconds long. <laughs> it feels like roughly an eternity goes by in the studio because we're just right. staring at each other like <laughs> waiting to see who's going to talk next. But- I don't think it's that long of a silence, though, is the thing. And so I just, maybe that one was. That one might have been. Maybe that's the one that gets you. I basically am hoping for a silence that's long enough to where somebody goes, oh, no, did something, is it stop buffering? I thought I downloaded this episode. They pause it and then unpause it. It's like when when songs on albums don't necessarily flow right into each other. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it, like, or your iTunes decided to add a. uh... Hate what you're doing. Don't like it. Why? <laughs> I want one now too. What? Oh wow, thanks. 
Guys, this episode is sponsored by Sky Bounce Racket Balls. By Blue Balls. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Big Sack of Blue Balls. <laughs> Hope you're at the bank. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I, I think us being quiet is hilarious. Um, but... It's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's not. It's the shock factor. Yeah, somebody's like, I'm sorry, my ears aren't bleeding all of a sudden. Hold on. <laughs> and then, black <laughs> I'll be in a kill you. I'll be in a drill you. <laughs> um, so, uh, mm, eh. mm. Yeah, mm, eh. mm. well, huh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, so the other day, sure. uh, went to dinner. Um, this is. The... <laughs> I was like, yeah, nice, man. <laughs> and uh, then, then you and I and Rosen. Uh, Medicine. M- Medicine. Medicine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to expose people. Nah, we cool. all went to dinner. Yeah, um, went to dinner, went to karaoke. Um, but when Rose and I were at dinner <clears throat> a couple days before, Uh-oh, I noticed something. I going to dinner all the time. All right. Well. <laughs> I okay. noticed something nice. uh, that bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's adults going on dates. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the ju- <laughs> And that's adults. I noticed something, and it was adults, and I'm mad about it. Let me tell you. I hate them. I hate all the adults in the whole world. <laughs> like a sad Jamaican boy. <laughs> I hate orphans. I'm going to let you just say that. <laughs> it's Nacho Libre, man. Well, <laughs> and now you also. <laughs> so no. adults and on now dates. And so now Why that? Like, okay, I guess let me. Ask. I don't have a problem. Sure. With with adults going on dates. I would hope not. That's You're an not, adult who goes I, on dates. I am so. an adult. I realize this. Right. I have a problem <laughs> with the stigma that has that somehow... <laughs> <laughs> um, that has somehow wrapped itself around adult dating. Okay, that it has to be like an intellectual experience, sure. and they're not just going out to enjoy themselves and either get to know each other or right. or you know spend some time away from their kids or whatever they're getting out to do. Sure enough. Case in point, we're sitting a table away from this couple. They were one of those couples that sits on the same side of the table. Right. right. Okay. That bugs me. If Here, you're yeah. alone, like, do whatever. Whatever. Do what you got to do. Whatever. Fine. But they were having the most like seemingly forced, intelligent conversation oh. the entire time. And okay. every time the waitress came up to do her job right. and take orders and stuff, it always seemed like they were being interrupted oh, from some not... life changing kind of thing. Right. And I guess if that's how you are. All the time, fine. Fine, but if because you're on a date, you feel the need to accentuate your smartness yeah. and like really prove something to this person about being a more than just a regular conversationalist, right. that seems that it. Why? No, I feel you. Why? Well, because it can go a bunch of different ways. Like you know, if it's if it's a first date situation, obviously you want to go do like something fun, right? Do, you know, because you need to get to know that person as well. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, it's like. Like last night, watched Greatest Showman. Yeah, just like came over, hung out, ate Wendy's, and watched movies, yeah. and it was fucking great. I had like yeah. the best time, and so like I love that just as much yeah. as like going and doing stuff out socially, going and having the intelligent conversation. Because I think there's a time and place for all of it, but I right. hear your point totally. Where it's like it seems like that is what you have to do now, right? Instead of just like there's options, and you might choose to do that, right? One. Like go out. And just have fun with the person. 100%. Like, regardless of if, like, I don't know. I understand there is, um, it, it's tough. Like like you said, on a first date, there's some, like, there's uh, more at stake, I suppose. Right. Like, but if you're not, if you're not just, like, 
enjoying the person and trying and trying them trying to enjoy you as well. Oh, totally. Then it's not going to work anyway. No, right. Yeah. If you like, go into it and you're like, oh, I'm about to blow this person out of the wall with how smart I am. It's like, fuck that. That sucks. Yeah. Go that, and hang out with that person. They're probably cute and they might person. like you. So yeah. then deal. Like, right. Because then all of the time it would be like that. If that's like what your right. first impression is of that person that they're like, oh, really? They're then just the kinda... expectation is set there. Right. Instead, or it could be like, hey, you're a regular, nice, easy to be around person. Tight, let's right. do that. Like, plan on spilling your drink or something. Like, break the ice. <laughs> when we went to break dinner. Break the ice when you throw it on the floor. I was crying within the first 10 minutes we 100%. were sitting on the, at the table. Yeah. Because I thought I was funny. Yeah, well, we both thought we were funny. <laughs> we came to this interesting conclusion, too, that there are other dyads like us. And it is a heartwarming thing. It's like finding it your is. own people. It is. And I felt so. I'm gonna shout out big shouts out to Rose for putting up with our garbage, because <laughs> uh, you know, probably don't say it enough. I don't like this a single thing you just showed me. Facebook friend request, request. a friend request. Yeah. Hopefully from a person you don't know. <laughs> I wish I didn't know. Him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish I didn't know. Him. From that picture though, I hear you. I see what you're going for. No, he's hilarious. I, I like. I you, like that. You'd guy. have to be. So. Yeah, no, but I hear you totally where it's like there, there's a very serious like I, I think it depends on the town too. Like if you're yeah. in New York City and you dress up and do your cosmopolitan date, cool, that's fine. But like I've seen folks try and do that here. Right. Like if you do it kind of not like I hate to be like ironically or whatever, but like you can tell the folks who wear like a full three piece suit and like a fancy ball gown and then go to like fucking Alan Vicks or whatever. Because yeah. that's funny as shit. Right. And they're like just out having yeah, a good no, time. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. But if you're like, hey, I'm going to go out to like the big fancy restaurant or whatever and do all this stuff and act like that kind of person too. It's like, I don't want to yeah. be at the same place as that I, person. So same, same couple sure I not. was overhearing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, the, the lady comes over and goes, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. You guys both wanted a salad, correct? Sure. And the guy goes, yes, but it's okay. I enjoy eating my salad with my food. So, yeah. so don't, don't worry about it. It's just fine. And I was like, yo, that was the most backhanded way. Of saying you fucked up and of, I'm mad about yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, just say, yeah, that's all right. When it gets here is fine. Right. Because somebody that the next night forgot our fries. Right. And so I said, hi, um, our fries aren't here. Can we get those, right. please? Yeah. And she goes, I'm so oh sorry. Gosh, I'm so and sorry. I said, it's okay. Thank you. Yeah. And that's Which all is it like needs the totally to be. perfect response. Yeah. That's all it needs to be. Right. You don't need to explain that you'd rather eat your salad with your food. And you know why you don't need to explain that? Because nobody, nobody gives a shit. Cares. Nobody cares at all. You are the only person that cares about that, and even you shouldn't probably care about right. that. Right. Yikes. Yeah. Well, so no, but I'm glad we had a good time. Thanks for coming out. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. Um, this week, oh, this is the episode where we throw stuff off the walls. Bang. I thought that was going to hit the foam and go somewhere I <laughs> didn't want it to. Squunk. Squunk. Oh, that's <laughs> the one you go with. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed yeah. like an appropriate noise. Squ- I don't disagree. It, it was definitely a squunk. <laughs> Speaking of racquetballs, I was talking about this recently. Um, I am an old man, if you guys don't know. I'm roughly a thousand years old. Wow. Well, older than last time. A millennia. That's a millennia, right? Yeah. A thousand. Isn't it? Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. I was making a joke. Century is 100. Dude, I, fu- 100. I fucked up so bad. What did I say? I said I had done something in the last century, and I meant decade. Yeah, it was like a 90s reference, and I was yeah. like, oh, that was I a was good there. joke last century. And then, no, you're wrong, Tyler. Well, technically it's every- correct, because I mean, it's, it's 1900 correct, versus 2000. Right. And I should have argued that point. I wasn't going to. I was far too tired to do it. And so, um, <laughs> so, so a millennia old 
for sure. Or at least like my joints and entire demeanor are that way. And so, <laughs> so my back's always sore. I sit like a fucking hunchback and like, um, I've looked into getting a massage. Okay. But I've never had a massage. And so I'm like unsure of like, it just seems like kind of a weird idea. Not like a little bit, just like a little strange. Yeah. But I also feel like, I don't know how like my pain tolerance works, whether I have like a very high or a very low one. Mm-hmm. And I've heard sometimes they hurt so fucking bad. Like I, I think th- if you go to a good massage therapist, you can kind of like to work them. around that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can well, say so- ow and they'll go, sorry. <laughs> and change what they're doing. <laughs> and then double down. <laughs> and you say, No, because I like and my say, pain with my massage. Right. And then I say, and, right, and I say, No, it's okay. I'd prefer to have my pain concurrently with my massage. Use as many big words as I can. <laughs> Indubitably, my pain would be preferential concurrently alongside my massage. Thank you. Thank you. This has been me talking. <laughs> so, um, but you know, there's like different sorts of massages. There's yeah. like the stones, <laughs> the hot stones. You could get stoned hot. I think people didn't have to pay for that in like the 1600s. I but don't think so. Just <laughs> probably less of a <laughs> massage then. So. So there's stones, and then there's other ones, and <laughs> this is how much I know. I'm trying to make a conversation out of it. I think there's like Swedish, and well, there's Thai. <laughs> Thai. Yeah. I don't know. I had a lady just drop an elbow in my shoulder one time. You might have just been wrestling. <laughs> you might have just entered a ring and not known I was in it. a fancy chair, though. <laughs> watch out, watch out! Ooh! So, um, but then there's like other kind of more, I won't say experimental ones, but like kind of seemingly newer ones like don't you laugh at experimental massage you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) somebody aggressively plays jazz too close to your muscles and (laughs) we're just experimenting here the scientific method is saying try this they have six tuning forks (laughs) (laughs) they just touch different spots of your bones and it says wait they touch your they touch your bones so what I'm trying to get to because of this fucking racquetball <laughs> is that there's like cupping. Yeah. And it's not like <laughs> you can fucking. <laughs> fun fact. If you're, you're talking a, about cupping balls, it, <laughs> Listen, it's been a ball themed past few weeks here. Why not continue it? I got blue balls and we're palming them. We're palming them. So. Palpate. Ow. <laughs> you dropped your balls, in. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so. Sky bounce. Um. We have a friend who is in PT school, and she was yeah. like, hey, I need to figure this out. Or, like, I want to try this before I get there. So I've, like, done it before, and it's not this crazy mm-hmm. new thing. Do you guys want to, like, have me do the cupping massage? And I was like, yeah, sure. I've never seen it. And it was, like, not, like, post-Olympic. Michael Phelps was still in the news, and so I had, like, seen it. And I was like, that looks like he got attacked by an octopus, and I'm kind of yeah. into it. And so, um, I <laughs> yeah, I also want to be attacked by an octopus, but not one with a beak. Just one that is nice and gives me a massage. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So, anyway, she was like, yeah, cool. And this was my first year of law school when this happened. I think I was a few months in. And yeah. so we're all sitting in the living room or doing whatever, watching TV and just chatting. And she's like, okay, cool. It'll take, like, probably 20 minutes or whatever. I'll just, like, hit the few spots that I need to. And then, like, that'll be good. Just kind of poking around my back. And she's like, are you, like, like st- sit up straight? And I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, sure. whatever." And she's like, stop, like, flex- what are you doing? Are you flexing your back? And I was like, no. I'm, like, as this is the most relaxed I've been in, like, the last four months. And she goes, Tyler, literally your whole entire back is a knot. All of it. There is the knots have I had like this a is rat knot yeah, back. I had a rat king of knots, essentially, was the description. And so 
what what was supposed to be like 20 minutes or whatever turned into like an hour and a half of like intensive cupping massage and so i had all these like hor- like purple deep yeah. magenta sort of spots yeah. all over my back yeah and uh the next day i was playing racquetball with one of my friends and she sw- you know racquetball contact sport all that stuff and if you're playing um in the wrong spot they can hit the ball. They're hitting it back towards the front wall, and you can get hit in the back. Right. Thing is, it didn't really hurt to get hit, but I knew I could capitalize on the situation, and I knew that right on the center of my neck, like right where my neck meets the top of my back, I had a perfectly round, like almost <laughs> black spot. You gave her the Neymar. Right. Just, ah! <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, fuck, ow, ah! Oh. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Ah, oh, shit. Um... Oh, God, it feels like it's raising. Would you look at this? And I pulled down the back of my shirt, <laughs> and there's this fucking horrible, like, black mark. And she's like, <sighs> we got to go. <laughs> no. She, she literally, like, panicked. She's like, oh, my God, no. We have to go. Are you okay? She, and I was like. She turned into the guy that called it, called the cops for getting fouled too hard in basketball. <laughs> right, right. No. And so, but, yeah, she's like, we have to go. Are you okay? Uh, seriously, I am so sorry. And, like, starts panicking. And I was like, nah, I'm just sucking with you. It doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> And she's like, wait a minute, what? And I like lifted up the other back of my shirt and she was like, you motherfucker. Because I'm just covered in like these purple welts or whatever. For anybody who doesn't know how cupping works, you like, you put, they have glass or they have um, silicone suction cups that you put on like a problem spot. So if it's like your IT band down the side of your leg, um, you put the cup on there and you suction it on, so the glass ones have a hole in them, you have to pump them, mm-hmm. um, and then you plug them, and so they keep suction to your skin. You'll pump and plug. And then you run it up and down along the muscle. Right. And what it, what it does is it pulls blood to the area, and it separates, because um, your muscles are supposed to slide under your skin. Yeah, um, yeah. And <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> I mean, no, I know, like, this is just, so weird. I'm learning a lot about this right now, so. Um, and it separates the skin from the muscle and allows it to heal properly right. after you've done workouts, whatever you've sure. been doing that's made your muscles tense. Right. Um, it, it allows them to settle back to kind of how they're supposed to be. But it does bruise like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. You well, don't, the bruises you don't, don't really hurt necessarily. No, it, they it's just, just look awful. It's just because you tortured that spot. Right. Um, but, like, yeah, my brother gets cupping done all the time. Right. A lot of it's it's pretty pretty big in the athletic community and the Jeez. physical therapy community. Anyway, just just so people understand what that actually is, right? It, like, if you need to, because I know you like the best example I can think of if I'm trying to explain it to somebody and I can't like don't know the actual science behind right. it. I'm like, look at like Michael Phelps in the Olympics when he had all those fucking awful like giant welt looking things on uh-huh. his back. That's what the cupping was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah so. Also makes for a really good prank. It does. So if you're congratulations, it's a super I didn't know about yeah, that. It, yeah, no, it's the funniest <laughs> shit. She felt so bad, and I was like, I feel not good about this prank, but I also know for a fact pranked. that it was funny as hell. You, you got, got pranked. Prank Sinatra. It was a not a too big or a too small. I don't think. I think it was just right. Saying <laughs> I went to an albeit important event this week, maybe the most boring event I've ever been to in really? my life. Tell me about the it. bankruptcy plea. <laughs> As lawyers, you have to um, do these things at, when you graduate. Like, you pass the bar, all that stuff. You become a lawyer, and then you can practice. Right. But 
a part of that practice is you have to get like 10 hours of continuing legal education a year. Like doctors it's like being have a it. teacher. Yeah, yeah, teachers have it, doctors have it. Like most professional industries yeah. have some sort of continuing education. Research, which of. makes sense. I mean, you would prefer that for sure. Yeah. And again, the event was totally fun. Like I had a really great time and like learned a ton and made a bunch of like awesome connections, all this other stuff. Right. But inherently, there's something to be said that it's just going to be kind of boring. Yeah. Because it's just a bunch of like the Law. same people sitting in a room in a hotel for like 12 hours at a time. There's in snacks, Butte. which is nice in Butte. Big ups to Butte. Kind of. <laughs> Regular ups to Butte. Let's think not you can crazy. hear the look on my face. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we went. It was fun, all this stuff. But I had we had two of the most different, unexpected presentations that I ever could have expected. I'm going to tell you about them briefly. Okay. The first one was this economics professor, and he was presenting. There's like chapters in bankruptcy. This is the part where no one listens. There's chapters in bankruptcy where it's like for different sort of things. If you need to reorganize your debt, you file one chapter. If you need to, you know, just sell a bunch of stuff and kind of get out from under it, you do another. Um, and then farmers actually have their own specific chapter. And so there's like very few people who do it. Go ahead. What do you, you look like? You got a chapter. What about dog walkers? You motherfucker. <laughs> no, we're coming back to dog walkers. I'm not done with that yet. I'm I'm mad still. I am visibly upset. Shaken, not stirred. Maybe Ste stirred. Ste I'm, yeah. Steer, Shoot, I'm fucking... Steer, we'll come back to it. Steered. So, anyway, it's like kind of an inherently boring topic unless you are like somehow like connected to the industry of that. Right. And not many people do it. And so we were kind of sitting there and... Um, the presentation starts, and it's an econ or economics professor from MSU. Don't remember his name, but nice enough guy. Mm -hmm. He was so energetic that I think he could have convinced me to, like, sell my limbs. <laughs> 100% could have done it. If, if that was what he put his mind to, he would have convinced me with graphs and just a sheer unshakable will that I needed to sell my limbs. And I'd be like, it seems risky, but, yeah, I'm into it. I'm very into it. And so – like we had sat through all the stuff that I like was interesting, but the stuff that I'm connected to. And right. then I was like, Oh cool. This is going to be like an hour and a half. I can kind of just chill and hang out. Right. Instead. I was so engaged. I paid attention the whole time. And this dude was just like, he kept his, how do I explain? Was this? it Gary Vaynerchuk? No, but it was about as compelling. And he basically like, you know how there's a lot of things that exist like this. I think like cute dogs yeah. into ugly dogs can yeah. exist on this spectrum. I think like th there are things out here. So you start and it's funny or cute or whatever, and it builds up. And then it gets to a certain point where you've had enough of it to where it's like not really that funny anymore. It's back to neutral. And then it goes right. down because right. you've done too much. Right. But then if you do even more than too much of what you're doing, it comes back up into extra funny territory. Right. That's where this Because guy you're was. just so fucking tired of it. 100%. And so he was like, lawyer joke, lawyer joke, lawyer joke. And then it was like, still lawyer jokes. And everybody was kind of like, dude, we fucking get it. We know. And then he kept doing them and they somehow became a lot funnier all of a sudden. <laughs> Which, super brave to walk into, like, not, these are the friendliest people I've ever met, but <laughs> you walk into a room full of, like, 90 or 100 lawyers and judges who all practice one thing and then start fucking ripping on them. Oh, yeah. That is brave. Bold strategy. You gotta but, establish dominance dude, somehow. this guy almost made me change my major and go back to undergrad just to take more classes. I thought you were gonna say change your pants, but. No. Mm, that's good. I also had another presentation that was from, um a professor I actually really, really enjoy, but who plays these videos at the beginning of class. Mm -hmm. And 
basically what he does is he takes a topic that he's teaching on and finds whatever lesson he wants to get out of it mm-hmm. and then finds the least related video on the planet and tries to tie them together. Interesting. Which has worked well. Okay. I, the amount of he stuff has a that strategy. I, the amount of stuff that I remember from the class I've taken have been like is is so much more firmly locked in my head because of these silly dumb comparisons. Okay. Because it's like that is so out of left field that I have to now remember why that matters and that then ties it together permanently right. in my brain. Right. Set the scene. I'd driven over because we were out kind of late Thursday night. Right. Like one. Mm. I had to get up at five <laughs> and drive to Butte. Oops. And so I was in a weird place. Oh, I'm sure. Recently, I've been napping because okay. I'm just trying to live my best life again. Naps. And naps are a part of that. I mean, let's drive to Hamilton. Dude, oh my god, like fucking <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do today. You might have just done something I ain't got here. Shit to do. So um with you when you take a nap, you can like wake up like 20 minutes in, you're fine. Right. Low power nap. <clears throat> you can wake up like 90 minutes in, get your full REM cycle and feel very well rested. Yeah. Or you can wake up like 45 minutes in, like I always do, and feel like you're on another fucking planet. <laughs> like you're in a different universe. We've talked about this before where it's like yeah. you wake up like 6.48 and you have no idea what time it is because it's October and like it's dark, but it, not that dark, but right. also could be the morning. Right. Um, and yeah, your roommate's making breakfast for dinner for no reason and you're like, God damn it, I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, and so I've been doing that recently, all this stuff. That is one feeling of tiredness. This was an altogether separate feeling of tiredness. Oh, yeah. Because, like, again, driving takes it out of you, whatever, all that stuff. Having fun the night before. Wasn't really drinking that much. Didn't do anything crazy, but just was out late. Yeah. And then four hours of sleep will never do you. So combine all that then into a, what is essentially a nine-hour lecture straight on bankruptcy <laughs> and see where you're at around 4.45 or 5 o'clock, knowing that there's an open bar waiting for you mm, oh, yeah. an hour away. Um, and free fancy dinner. Ooh, that's the best. So it, he, he made a joke about it, too, at the beginning of the presentation. He's like, oh, good to see that the open bar is 45 minutes after my presentation. And this one is, you know, what it's on. <laughs> so uh, we're going to zoom through this here. <laughs> we'll get you out of here. But setting the scene, everyone's wiped out. I'm in this weird trance, just kind of existing state. And he gets up there, starts his presentation. But instead of starting like any of the other presenters where he gets like accolades or credits or whatever, he goes, so I used to tube a lot. <laughs> I'm kind of like, what? And he's like, yeah, my dad, docile guy, all this stuff. But, uh, you know, when he drove the boat, very different man because he saw it as a challenge to knock us off the boat. And he had the little maneuver that we call the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Bermuda Triangle is when you are toy- you're driving a boat and there is a tuber on the back attached by a rope. The boat driver finds a spot in the lake, drives in super tight circles, and starts spinning you around, churning up as many waves as possible. Then, the boat driver leaves that little pile of waves as quickly as possible, dragging you behind it to kind of prep you, takes a big loop, drives straight towards the wave, and veers off at the last second, so that you mock six your way into these waves and just hit this fucking pile of chaos on the water. And, and you sail. You go flying. <clears throat> can, can attest, have hit that. It's like it's like a scary thing. That's when you know, instead of going like nice big S-curves where you get to jump the wake and all that stuff, it's like, this is when the boat driver might actually be mad at you and is fine with <laughs> yep. you being hurt. You've got a life vest yep. on, you'll probably be okay. <sighs> and so he's talking about this, and everybody's kind of like, 
Um, and again, keep in mind, there's judges. Uh, there's like a bunch of, uh, I think I was the one of the youngest people in the room by, you know, a decent amount or whatever. Right. So this is not the crowd he's necessarily used to playing to. But it's not that he's not capable of doing it. It's just that I'm used to him in class. These people are used to him as a like professional. Right. And so he starts going. And again, keep in mind, he finds the most random clips to talk about this thing. And so he had found a video called Extreme Tubing, all capital letters. <laughs> but it wasn't. Because it's extreme. Because it's extreme. But it wasn't that good of a video. <laughs> it was something somebody made on their summer vacation. It was exactly but... that. It was maybe, let's say, 10 clips. It was a two and a half minute video. And the first minute was just like, whoa, 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 yeah, woo. And like, we went people like popping up on the tubes and like taking the wakes or whatever. And then it hard cuts to black about a minute in. And everyone in the room is tired and quiet and polite and all this stuff at this point. It hard cuts to black and all of a sudden comes back in with the loudest dubstep montage <laughs> I have ever heard. And it's all the same clips, but now they're like sped up a little different and there's like really shitty effects on Somebody them. Somebody deep fried them. Dude, yeah. And there's this fucking... <laughs> and so... I am. You've known me long enough yeah. to where if something is that far out of left field, I'm fucking done. Crying. And if I'm tired, I'm already done. <laughs> and so this was my Bermuda. Oh, I had an moment. emotional Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the boat had left, and I saw it coming a mile away, and I couldn't do anything to get out of the way of this fucking laugh attack that I was about to have. So here I am, sitting with like six or seven judges, all of the people I will soon work with, and I am weeping. <laughs> I have not had more tears or liquid come out of my face in years, I'd argue. Like, it was like a good cry. I felt refreshed <laughs> afterwards. I was laughing so hard, not because of any singular thing, not because of who was in the room, not because of the video, not because of the dubstep montage, but because all of it together was literally the most surreal thing I ever could have imagined. <laughs> Dude, I, and you see me too, I get this fucking weird shoulder thing where I just kind of wiggle and I just go. <laughs> and so I'm trying my best to be quiet because I have to be professional. I'm in like nice clothes, all this stuff. But I look up and I make eye contact with our paralegal and she's like, what? And I'm like, just tears are streaming down my face. And I'm like, I literally just go, help me. <laughs> And so I just like sat my head behind my computer and just cried a little more. So that's where when everybody knew where Tyler's at in his life. Dude, if you need to get me to laugh, put me in a room full of people <laughs> I'll work with and that I'm already kind of trying to like do on best behavior around and then play a dubstep montage. <laughs> Imagine the crowd that has never heard of the word dubstep then hearing actual <laughs> dubstep. Ex in yeah. Butte. It right. <laughs> Dude, maybe the funniest thing that has ever happened to me. Like, top five things automatically. That's amazing. And so, that was my weekend. Like, that was it. That's awesome. So good. I have Pork Chop Johns. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. I got a little Torah Butte. Nice. Got some snacks. Mile high on a mile deep. Yeah, I took a picture of that. Yeah. Tra tra tragedy. Tragedy. No, for real. That's a fucking tragedy. <laughs> anyway, so that was my weekend. Nice. But... I want to come back to a thing that you mentioned just a little while can ago. I, can I can please I jump in really quick? I would encourage that because uh, I'm so, still mad at you. <laughs> good. Um, back to tubing real sure. quick. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, saw our friend Kyle yesterday. Oh, sure enough. And uh, Kyle has a boat, mm -hmm. and Kyle 
the Texas Tubin. Tubin. Uh, I haven't been in a while, so that's going to be happening soon here. Anyway, it's like one of my life goals right. to not get tossed off a tube. And you're good at it, too, is the thing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not like the strongest boy in the world. No, my name's sure. not Nicholas. Nicholas! But, <laughs> but uh, I can I can hold on to a tube. 100%. If I have to. Well, and you've got, the, you've got lanky limbs. Yeah. I'm good at my balance. I know where my right. body needs to go to not to not let the water you're catch You're the Demarius Thomas me. of tubing, and I am the uh, Wes Welker. I'll take it. Short, white, and kind of bonked in the head. <laughs> and my head hurts. And my head hurts, because I fall off the tube a lot. Take um, all the water immediately to my face. <laughs> Short, white, and not TJ Dillashaw. Um, <laughs> Specific reference, but know. I'll allow he won, it. He won his fight last night, oh, and so he was fresh in my mind. Props to TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> he defended his title. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, Trevor and I one time were on the tube, and you have to keep in mind that this tube was tiny. Sure. It was like a hockey puck with a string tied to it. <laughs> and uh, I think the weight rating on it was about 185. And there was both and, of you boys on there. And both of us were That's on there. That's not going to work. And both of us weighed at least 185 at that point. Right. Um, probably closer to pushing 200 Two each. bills. And so it wasn't going well. We got just tossed right. because you can't stay on. Right. So then we're like, this is a bad idea. Let's just go one at a time. Sure. So I'm on the tube, and uh, Kyle basically has the, I'm going to be nice. I'm not a mean person. Right. I'll drive you as fast as you want to go, but I'm not trying to launch you or anything. Right. Unless you challenge me. Right. Which is exactly, that's, that's when you know you have a good boat driver. Yeah. Because if you fuck around and try and be like, I got this. If you start doing bullshit like going rodeo or like one hand in it or standing up or anything that deviates from the norm immediately you enrage the bull well here's the deal all those things are what i did well yeah and that's not a horrible (laughs) so he was he was like sweeping what like i was going parallel with the boat right some of the times like almost laying on the water on the opposite side of the tube to keep it down right and and he'd bring it back and i'd be like yeah straighten it out so then i hop up on my knees and i'm like going no hands and like going behind the boat right kyle didn't like it Right. Uh, As any good boat driver wouldn't. Kyle almost ripped my soul out of my body. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) He goes in a couple circles. So not only do we have the the waves going. Sure. Then he slows down and slacks out the line. There's nothing (laughs) worse, dude. And I knew I was going to die. Right. When the tube turned backwards. Sure. So I was was no longer facing the The boat. (laughs) And then he hits it. Right through these waves that he had right. just created, I I don't I couldn't even tell you how far I flew. I don't know how my shoulders stayed in their sockets. Right, um, like just gone. Right, just donezo. And it happened once, and it didn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. There's you mentioned slack on the rope. I forgot about it oh. because that's when you know you like piss somebody off. I had a friend mm-hmm. who was driving a boat one time, and I don't know what the person on the tube was doing, but they were just like. It's something enough to deserve it, you yeah. know? And so <laughs> they were, I think the driver, the friend was new at driving the boat too. And so kind of like understood you shouldn't leave slack or whatever, but wasn't like that aware of it. Right. And so like they had stopped to chat or do whatever and kind of say, okay, we're going to go over here or whatever, all this stuff. And in that point, the, the, you know, the boat's facing, let's say North and the tube is instead of it, when it would slack, it would also be towed right behind it. Yeah. Instead, the tube and the person were facing South where uh-huh. the attached part of the rope was. Uh-huh. And so maybe even like an East. So it would have been like a 270 degree little whip. And so basic physics here 
if boat drives in straight line directly away from the attached point of the rope on the tube, then the tube must spin entirely yep. before then continuing as quickly and easily as possible in that straight line with the boat. Yep. The problem is if you are the tuber on said tube and boat takes off in the opposite direction, you have about three seconds until you are fucked. Right. Because when that tube twists, if the boat is up at a high enough speed, it actually kicks you up in the air. Yep. <clears throat> and then you die. Friend was driving, full throttles it oh, from no. dead stop, whips the tube like 270 degrees, tube shoots tuber up onto uh, just the stratosphere. I don't know. Like maybe 15 feet. Some state. Like, he still hasn't come down to this day. Like high, high yeah. up there. Came down so hard and so not coordinated that he fucking chipped a tooth. Yo. On water. On, on water. himself on water. Right. So, Yowch. yeah. Tubing can be like a total blast. Yeah. And like it was hilarious. Or you can got a blast. But also you can, yeah, you can Jimmy Neutron folks out of here <laughs> and just send them into the stratosphere. Don't wow. Basically, lesson here, don't piss off your boat driver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't piss off your boat driver for sure. Don't also piss off your friends by yeah. saying dumb fucking jokes <laughs> that, uh, that I want to say. You guys have been around long enough to know about the Dog Walker Chronicles. I feel like we explained it last week. I don't know. We had to. We, we've explained You'll hear it us periodically mention this Dog Walker joke since I don't remember explaining it. And since this is, you know, our yeah, podcast. I know we're gonna... I've explained it to other people. Totally. I don't know that we've talked about it. So well, let's get a conclusive one. There's a comedian named we Mike. We have because Mike Falzone was here. We talked about we it. We talked about it. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just a quick reminder quick for those folks. There's this comedian, Mike Falzone. He used to work on a channel called SourceFed. And he's a funny, funny boy. Helped inspire this podcast, in fact. And so um, he, there was a bit called Make Your Coworkers Laugh, where two coworkers would sit face to face. They both had water in their mouths. And a third person would be in a different room and tell jokes through, like, a speaker so they couldn't be seen. But it would right. just play right into their ears. And the dumber the joke, the better. The goal was to get the coworker to laugh and spit the water on the other friend. Right. So The goal is to lose friends. Right. He leads off with this joke. And Mike's an actual stand-up comedian, like... And so he has good jokes. He goes, I'm just going to try out a few of these. I've got a show coming up. Let's see how they go. And the joke is basically like, yeah, so I was walking into this coffee shop a few weeks ago, and I was, you know, you, you know what you do. You chat with the people in line, whatever. Everybody's friendly. And I overhear this guy, and he goes, God, dude, I'm just so tired all the time. And he goes, oh, man, well, you know, you're tired. What do you do? And he says, oh, well, I'm a dog walker. <laughs> and I said, oh, so no, you're not. That's the whole joke. That's the whole joke. That's the entirety of the joke. You'll notice neither <laughs> of us really laughed, but also a little bit. The reason it's funny is because he then went into like four or five different creative scenarios and always tied it back to somebody being tired and then being a dog walker and then him saying, oh, so you're not tired. You're not doing a lot. <laughs> and so, again, now Zane and I have had this thing for three years. Probably. About like that has just been trying to get one over on the other one by leading in with a compelling and interesting story and ending with and they said I'm a dog walker I'm so tired and I so said no, oh so not. no you're not Zane I'm gonna have you tell me tell the audience your story <laughs> um so I I was at the gym the other day sure and uh and you've been Pause. You've been back at the gym recently. Yeah, I have been back. I'm at trying the to be gym. sportive. We've both I'm been actually, gymming it up. Yeah, we've both been we've both been trying trying to lift things, both and getting pick things up and put it back down. Boys. Yeah. Um. 
And so I, there's this guy that I see at the gym sure. on a regular basis, yeah. and uh, he's got giant triceps. Right. And I don't get it because I've never seen him do any tricep work sure. ever before. And so I finally got fed up with it Yeah. and uh, had to go over there and uh, ask him about it. And sure. I said, hey, man, uh, I, no- I noticed your triceps are really large, and I never see you do any tricep work. Um, what what what's your secret? What do you do, man? Right. And he goes, "Oh, well, it's it's from work. Sure. I I hold a lot of ropes." And I about this time <laughs> that I got very suspicious. <laughs> um, and I said, "Oh, do you like do construction or are you, do you belay people for rock climbing sure. or or what?" And he goes, "No, I'm a dog walker." <laughs> Zane says this at dinner. We're all out. We're having a good time. Everyone's enjoying themselves. The second I hear I hold a lot of ropes, <laughs> I knew that I was in too deep. And there's nothing worse than realizing that you've been dog walked without even knowing it. That's like the key. That's the goal. If you can get somebody, if you can get one of your friends to bite who knows about this, because again, if you do it on some unsuspecting stranger, they're going to be like, what? That's not funny. But if you do it to somebody who knows and can reel them in with a compelling story, nothing out, nothing in your story was like unheard of. Right. We used to go to the same gym. It's mostly the same folks there. It's not unbelievable that you would know someone there, notice that they don't typically do a workout, and then go ask them like advice on it or just get a, a, a feeler. And so I'm trying to be a good supportive friend. And be like, nice, man. How did it go? Triceps can be kind of tough. I, yeah. You know more about it than me. I, maybe this is going to be good advice. And all of a sudden, Zane fucking hits me. And he's straight-faced as hell. I think that's what hurt me the most. Was that there was no emotion. It was just cold, dead eyes. And he just said, yeah, I'm a dog walker. Also, this conver- the conversation didn't have anything to do. There was a pause in the conversation, and I took my opportunity. You really It had fuck, nothing dude. to do with anything that was going on. You <laughs> devastated me in front of new people <laughs> who I'm big fans of, and it, it shaded the evening for a bit. In my head, at least, it just it just let everybody know where everybody was at, you know. Yeah, and I and that I was in a bad place. We all, all have to be honest with ourselves, <laughs> right? Open, honest communication. That's what I. I said. cried for a while because I was Dude. laughing too hard. Well, and again, Rose is used to our shit, but like, Madison looked over and was kind of like, "Is he okay?" I was like, "Yeah, he'll be fine." And I'm all mad about it, so I can't like explain like why he'll be fine. I'm like, "No, he'll he'll be fine." I was so proud of he'll myself. Dude, you were <laughs> okay. So your reaction to that story. Basically, was me at the bankruptcy plea, just openly weeping in a public place, with really no regard, and you can't do anything to stop it. No. It's just gonna happen. No. God damn it, dude. <laughs> just was so hurt, and not hurt because I was like mad. More hurt that I've tried to get dog walk you like five times recently, and I always laugh, or you always clue in too early. Because that's the thing. You can pause it. You can put up your little shield and say, "No, no, 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 no. I see where this is going, dog walker." But if you're in too deep, you just have to sit back and accept you the fact accept that, you that just you've been dog walked. walked. <laughs> and there's just no worse feeling. There was a thing going around for a while that I think was somewhat comparable that maybe people can relate with a little better, where you would point down at their shirt and oh, flick their nose. Yeah, getting flickered, man. Yeah. But that was like a that was the most tenuous year of my entire life because at all times I was worried. That comes and goes. It I feel does. like it's like the the circle on the knee. Circle the on knee the thing. knee I never understood because I was a hippie kid. And oh, so okay. I didn't so like, that was around I when I was now. in like in like uh 
oh yeah middle school no but that wasn't around right. in my formative years like i yeah. didn't have the devastation of getting like slapped and punched and shit right and so then i tried if to you don't do wipe it, yeah. it off you're right hit then back. you're getting blasted right yeah. i learned that the hard way so that went away and sure. then all of a sudden the internet's brought it back hard oh yeah the internet so the internet is letting other people capitalize on trends that we had right when we were growing up like bottle flipping dude yeah <laughs> fucking bottle flipping was a thing like probably 2010 2011 yeah. yeah. like right when the guys were open up at the gym and stuff right everybody Everyone was doing it bottle flipped like you'd come in and you'd bring a bottle like everybody had to their own flip. flipping yeah. bottle right to go flip and then it died out we didn't think about it four years later oh shit it's the new phenomenon and kids are post like people are posting their kids flipping water bottles right. and shit and that's the thing right I also well you please yeah no, I'm, I was just saying, like, we were on that shit. Right. Well, and I think there's been enough things that at least you and I have talked about. Like, I know it's all for shitty fake internet points. Oh, yeah. But you want to be the guy who, like, finds the next funny thing. Right. We were watching March Madness a few years ago, and Grace and Allen came on the screen, and we yeah. were both like, oh, that's Ted Cruz's son. And not, like, three days later. Like, enough time to where we could have capitalized on it. Like three days later, everybody's like, "Oh, Ted Cruz's son, Grayson Allen, is playing in right. the NCAA challenge," and it's like, it's not a big deal, but it happens a lot. But it was more that we, not at all to toot our own horn, because we know this is not the case. Hard to feel like we're not a little bit zeitgeisty. Yeah, because For we'll sure. record a fucking episode about some random ass topic. And then Twitter will blow up about it like four or five days later out of the blue. Yeah. And I'm like, how did this happen? Costco pizza was the big one. Mm -hmm. It happened. Like we talked about Costco pizza for like three episodes in a row. Mm -hmm. And every fucking week, some random person on Twitter would be like, Costco pizza, huh? You ever think about that and how great it is? And I was like, motherfucker, we I do think, it's think about thing, that. I think it's a thing like once, once you buy a car, you realize everybody has that right. fucking car. Right. <clears throat> or like when you're shopping for one, you're like, boy, yeah. there's a lot of Subarus out here all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, but you already knew that because you live in Missoula. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, no. Back in the day, we were going to put out a uh, mixtape. That. And uh, yeah. we were going to call it Fuck em We Ball. This is Conspiracy Corner. I think we were even corner. just going to, yeah. just going to, yeah, this is Conspiracy Corner. Shout out uh, Conspiracies. Yeah. Um, I think we were even just going to put out a song called Fuck, Fuck em, em We, we ball. ball. Right. And, uh like so we're getting all prepped we're doing we're like hashtagging it on twitter and kind of promoting it that right. was when we still had like a decent little, little buzz online, going yeah. we were doing shows consistently and whatnot right so we were getting some response <clears throat> and then we kind of let it go for a little bit yeah the next week bob the rapper the flat, flat earther, earther. All, also conspiracy cornerist uh gerald lavert is uh, that his real name <laughs> no, that's oh. a new song off his new album, oh. which is actually very good. Um, like, wow, that's a cool name. He uh, he releases an unannounced mixtape called "Fuck 'Em We Ball." A whole and all of our tweets right. with our hashtags were gone. Right, and it was all bob. Yeah, because like at that point, Twitter was still a baby, and so you could see like pretty much everything. Yeah. Like you could interact with a lot. <laughs> oh of people yeah, because like, if you if you searched a hashtag at that point. And like it was you and your friends who had made this hashtag. It would you could see you all guys. fourteen tweets that had been right. had gone out about it or whatever. And so we're like, oh, cool! This is going to be a great thing. Out of the fucking blue, yes, no announcement, no anything. He's like, by the way, here's the project. Yeah, he was just like, boom, fucking we ball. FEWB. What sucks is it was a good project. It was, too. and we were so mad because initially it was like, god damn it. We've been like trying to build hype for something. We yeah. finally like start having something, and then it comes out. But then I think we all listen to it and kind of like, like, if yeah, this had been bad, really it would have been way worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, that I, I don't know. That shit just kind of happened. I feel like there was another like really big one that happened to us at some point. Sneak peek. Sneak, sneak peek. <laughs> we talked about I sneak believe peek. you <laughs> meant sneak peek. I was peek. thinking about that though recently. Like, I kind of miss old studio days. Like, I obviously oh, I yeah. like this is so much easier and like not chaos and I'm not eating fiberglass anymore and like <laughs> whatever. But like, that was a good little shenanigan time. Yeah. Like, I had just moved back from Australia. So, for those of you who don't know, we used to be a musical group called Lyrical Motion. Yeah. Big Ups LM. And if you think you're being original with Miracle Lotion, we've Guess already what, made not, fun fuckers, of ourselves yeah. more than anybody else can. So That's the nice part. It's kind of like the, what is it, uh, Pitch Perfect, like Fat Amy or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I call myself Fat Amy, so you bitches can't. Yeah. That's us with every band with name we've everything. ever had. Yeah. With every lyric. Right. Like, if you think of something funny, 100% thought we thought it. about it. We thought yeah. about it writing it. We yeah. almost wrote the joke line instead. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah, no, like. Used to have that, and used to have a little studio and all that stuff. And you guys have heard stories about. I mentioned the fiberglass one where we were like refinishing it, and I ate a bunch of fiberglass on my French toast on accident. <laughs> Oops. Um, I like to believe it gave me the gravelly voice that I have today. You're as smooth. Hate it. Um. So, but no, it was nice because like I had like known Zane forever at that point since like what fifth grade or yeah shit like that. And then um, Mike and Ken, or Mike, I had known since high school, and yeah, I just like out of the blue got a call one day, and was like, "Hey, man, heard you back from Australia. We want you to sing on this one song because you guys were doing the ciphers at that point, right? Uh, the weeklies. We were about to start them, or we had just started them, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think I was on like it was like <clears throat> nine or ten. Yeah. And we did a cover of Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah. And that was the first song I ever like actually sang on. Yeah. Um. But it was so funny because I came in to do a totally different song. Yeah. That never. That you never. That never. Did. Di- never did it. <laughs> I sang that one. Right. And that was a poor decision. Happens. Yeah. And then instead of me doing that one song, I ended up just joining the group. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kate, come sing a song. Ah, you're in. All right. Well, here you go. Yeah, you're here. You may as well just hang out. I think you were in every other than Michael's bedroom. You were in every iteration of the studio. Yeah. Because we had just moved it into that spot. Right. Um. Which so you were at the ground level, man, dude. Shit. Yeah. Um. But no, I was thinking about that a few or like a few days ago, cause like I'm. There's lots of videos that are not online anymore, which is fine oh, yeah. with me. Yeah. You can look. They're not there. They're not there. Um. Don't ask. And like, it and it's whatever. I've dude. Fucking everybody has like embarrassing online music videos and shit yeah. like that. But like, I was going through iTunes today and like clicking on a bunch of songs because I've been getting out of Spotify, just taking a break from it. Yeah. Um, because like either the playlists aren't being updated as much as I'd like, or like, I don't have time to go through and like set up my downloads and all that stuff. And so, um, the music is not getting stale, but it's just like, okay, I want to listen to something different. And so I go back to my iTunes library and that has like everything on it. Right. That's got all sorts of stuff. And so I've been listening to that more and like was clicking through today to get rid of the ones that like, I know I just don't need anymore. Right. And I left all the LM stuff on there because I'm like, (laughs) this is cheesy and dumb, but I fucking love it so much. And so, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a nice thing. I was thinking about that a few days ago. Yeah. I don't, I think part of that was all of us had so much more time. Oh, 100%. Like, I didn't do anything. You'd be like, yo, what are you doing? Nothing. Studio? Yeah. Right. And you go over and maybe you crank out five songs that day. That and day. Like, that sounds like maybe an exaggeration, but that like, happened more like than that, once, though. Yeah. Do that on a regular basis. It's like we always have had a couch in the studio. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why this one was such a big deal. Yeah, I think I think it was like 
it had to be here. Right. Some either the studio just wasn't of what ready it was. because there wasn't a couch in here. Um so we could just we could just hang out and it's like, oh, it's ten thirty at night. Right. You guys want to grab a pizza and go hang out in the studio? We had it in a building downtown. I was just going to say that. Yeah, that was super fun, too, because that building, it was on the third floor. Or, third yeah, floor, third yeah. floor. Big up yeah. to the two-anitor closet. Two-anitor. Um, That's going to be a very special niche re- reference to a we, few people. Uh, yeah, we do, so we'd go in there at 10, 11 at night. Right, 24-hour Nobody the building. else was in there and just hang out. And, like, and eat pizza and watch TV. And, and yeah. yeah. Um, and... I, I yeah we all we all just had time to just <laughs> right. be there not doing anything instead of well, anywhere right. else not doing anything. Yeah, but no, because somebody brought up like, oh geez, like saw some old videos or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, they're out there, I know. Yeah, but it's like it's whatever. Like I, they're cheesy and silly and all that stuff, and yeah. like Lord knows I still can't rap, but eh, whatever. Yeah, it's fun. I would rather do that than be like, no, I'm stuck up and can't do fun stuff. But. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Now, other than the album, everything like all those videos are gone. So pretty much, I yeah. I don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Occasionally, I'll get nostalgic and find oh, yeah. them, and we'll go look through them and all that yeah. stuff. But um, shit, man. Yeah, no, it was just a cool thing. I was like, and I was trying to think like, which studio iteration did I like best? Did I like the little? Obviously, the first one special, and then we moved across the hall. So walk through that with me, real right? Quick. So it was upstairs. So we were upstairs in the tiny ass. That room was honestly half the size of this room. Right. Which is crazy to me because yeah. there was that day that I fell asleep <laughs> on the floor and the big fucking Russian coat, and then there were spiders on the ground, and that was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So the ceiling in there was six foot. Seven, yeah, maybe. Right. It was like six eight, I guess, I think. Right. Um, and uh, so like any light fixtures and stuff, I had to duck to walk around in this <laughs> in this little loft space. <laughs> right. So we had a little little corner studio office thing up there. Um, then we moved across the hall. Um, so it was it's like in a warehouse, and then the other side of the warehouse is an apartment. Right. And that's when Mike was like living in the apartment over there, and so there was an open room. And so we moved into that open room. Um, right. That's when we had the juice closet. Um, <laughs> Dude, I forgot about the juice closet. Oh, shit. Um, and then, uh, so we were in that one for a long time. Right. That's kind of where we set up our, like, new, the, at that point, new studio computer. It, yeah. And right. um, really started, like, kind of kind of putting effort in. Well, because that was a full room. We could, like, have yeah. people in there and, like, hey, come hang out and just chill yeah. and make music with us instead we hung of, out. like... The, the vibe was pretty cool. That's when we got our big-ass desk, I think. Yes. And got it graffitied and stuff. Um, shout out to Alex. Um, yes. Like, graffitied our desk, and, and that was really cool. And it, it was, like, a whole... It was a whole feeling, and like it was a. I hate, I hate, like it's a vibe, but it was a whole vibe it in there. It was a big old vibe. Um, and then we moved upstairs from there, and that's when we got our L couch, um, like the, oh, the double shit. triple seater. Dude, it was such a good. Or couch. it was like instead of like the the usual three seat two seat with a corner piece, um, you know L couch. Seat, it was like seat. it was like a three seat four seat. It was fucking sweet. It was the best couch it was ever. Huge because you could just lay down, and then other people could still be on the couch, yeah. and you weren't in like their way. as many people as you needed could be hanging out in that couch right. um and it, and this was like a, a bedroom it was the biggest room in the in the apartment really and so we had like space we had the whole desk in there everything right. there was like actually a, whole a last desk yeah there was actually like a, a cubby space kind of <laughs> closet kind of deal where we could have the mic that was like 
fairly boothy. That was, that was the closest like, we'd had to like a full <clears throat> studio at that point. Yeah. Because then we went to the bank after that, right? Yeah. And yeah. we took it to the bank. Took it to the bank. Yeah, then we started leasing the space downtown. Yeah, and that one was like... Access, walk yeah. over to Five on Black every day. It was official. <laughs> um, we That was a lot tougher because it, it was back to the same size as the first one, but it was also yeah. in a nice-ass building, and so mm-hmm. it was like... But we did it right. We took the couch in there with oh, us. Yeah. I have no idea how we got that couch That's in there. That's a mystery to um, me. I don't even remember moving it in. I don't and remember I moving no it out I, either. I don't know where the couch is. Yeah. No, we don't. Like, it just disappeared. It's gone. <laughs> Rest in peace, couch. <laughs> I'm not um, going to put too much thought into that because I have no idea. No. And then what? It was just, it's been Johnson and then here after that, right? Yeah. And Johnson was just my room. Just your like, room over in the corner. I, my room happened to be just barely enormous, big enough yeah. that we I could have like my space and right. uh it worked the it was t- space. I'm, much, I'm glad we ended up here yeah <laughs> um so now we have a new dedicated room with all this pretty foam and guys this has been memory lane <sighs> mm, memory lane guys i think we'll wrap it up here um but i'll i'll end you on the tweet of the week ooh guys this tweet comes from shen the bird <laughs> tweet of the week <laughs> This tweet comes from Shen the Bird at Shen underscore the underscore bird. And it says, the hamburger helper implies the existence of a hamburger master. I think I'm just going to leave you on that. I'm finna kill you. I'm finna drill you. And now you bleed. They play it. They play it. When I shoot you in your neck. The noise gon' play, eh, eh.